Okay, so I've been trying to interview you for I don't know how long now, and I was starting to feel like a stepchild. You know, I have issues. <laughs> I was in a foster home. Um, but I haven't been able to catch up with you, and now I'm here at your house. I'm like, go big or go home, basically. Yeah. I'm all or nothing, babe. All or nothing. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. And the reason I, I wanted to interview you is because out of all the people that we talk to, we try to talk to people who inspire us or somehow elevate the culture, and you're somebody who's been an iconic figure in fashion and music forever. Not forever, because you're not that old, but you know, you're not older than me, of course. But no, I mean, I wanted to catch up with you because so many people respect you and admire you, and every time we post you, people go crazy. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I was doing all of my research, I was digging through the internet, and I couldn't really find many interviews that you do. So why has it been so hard to get together? Um, I mean, I'm really like, I, well, I don't know. I think, I, well, first of all, I'm super busy. <laughs> That's the first thing. My schedule is always ridiculous. But I think also, too, like, for me to do an interview, like, I, I'm not just someone to just talk just for the sake of talking. I feel like everyone, like, our culture right now is so, like, see me. I do nothing. <laughs> Here I am. That's exhausting to me. And I really like my real life. So, like, unless I'm promoting something or working on something that I want people to know about, I'm just like living my life. Like I'm just, you know, I'm out here at my house, I'm barbecuing, I'm like raising my kids and you know. So would you consider yourself a private person or a obsessively private person? I'm probably obsessively private. <laughs> I'm like the Pink Panther. <laughs> I'm always like doo -doo, doo -doo. Like I just wanna keep, I feel like there's a, there's no separation for people between like business and life. And for me that's extremely important. So when I'm working, like it's funny, even like if I'm out, if I'm at an event or if I'm, you know, at a festival or whatever and people want to talk, they want pictures, I'm 100% game. I'm like, let's talk, let's take pictures, let's snuggle, I'll talk to you. Like people call their, will you sing happy birthday? I'm down. Yeah. But if you see me like in my neighborhood, like yeah. at the grocery Chilling. store, I bye bye. Like I'm not doing do people, this with Do people you. respect your privacy when they see you out? Um, like 95% of the time, I think, yeah. I think a lot of times you give off a certain vibe too and then people like kind of, you know, I'm not walking around like, you know, I'm in like Pilates clothes most yeah, of the yeah, time yeah. when I'm in LA because I came from working out or whatever. So for the most part, people are cool. Once in a while you'll get someone who's stank that's like, ah, I'm like, really in. Well, I mean, because <laughs> those of us that have been following your career, when we see you perform, you're usually really, it's a production. Yeah. And I was saying to Lorianne, I think I interviewed her and I said, Lorianne Gibson. I love her. Who by worked the way. with Lady Gaga. She's I hilarious. told her, I thought Lady Gaga stole your swag. Do you think she was inspired by you? I mean, yeah, probably. She definitely has her own thing. I mean, I would hope that anyone who's trying to do something outside of what we already see, I hope that I was inspiring if they came up after me. So I'm not like offended by it at all. So I've known you for a little bit now, and like every time that I've seen you has been in an environment where you're cooking. I was gonna say it's always food. I'm no, I know. <laughs> like I haven't seen you perform yet. Like I, I, and I and I've been a fan of the music. So how? Okay, so let's talk about um, Bounty and Full, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, see, I know the brand. I'm getting it together. <laughs> so I know you have a food truck, and you do events, and you have your own spices or your own sauces. Sauces, right now, yeah. Okay, so how did you get? How did you transition from being iconic in fashion and music? to having your own food truck and your own sauce line? Well, I went to culinary school. I went to Le Cordon Bleu um, about eight years ago. And it was kind of something that I did like on a whim. I just sort of like, I was fighting with my label and was trying to get off and tons of time went by. And finally when I got released, I was like, what do I do? <laughs> like I had no plan for when I actually got let go. And so it was the first time in my adult life where I hadn't 
I didn't have a label or anyone to answer to that was like, you have this schedule and you have to do this and this is the time, you know, and I was free and I was like, wow, this is crazy. You know, it, it had been 10 years. I signed my first deal when I was 17 and when I got released, I was 27. So like life sped by and I just, I wanted to do something that was really just about me and just for me and not with a whole bunch of moving parts and people and you know, and all that stuff. So I went to culinary school. One of the best things I've ever done. Loved every second of it. Um, and then graduated and then I put out Flesh Tone and just like, you know, like the train started up again, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like touring and I toured for four years with that record and then put out, you know, um, food after that. And like, it was just, it was a constant sort of like, just go, 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 go. And then finally, I think really like while recording food, because I was recording with Dave Sedek and we were recording in his house, mm -hmm. I was able to cook every day. And, you know, we had full like brass section and piano players and violinists and like every, it was just this incredible group of musicians mm -hmm. and it was so full and we were eating and singing. It was just, it was so But you were cooking so for dope. everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, Dave's a great cook, so he was cooking and I was cooking and there was just always, there was so much like love and music and food and it just, it was such a good place that I was like, you know what, like I can't let this go. Like I want more, I want this to keep going. I want to feel this continually. And so that's when I really launched Bounty and Full as a sauce company and it's been slowly kind of like snowballing since then. Well, what made you evolve into the food truck, like to get a food truck? And then how did the name Bounty and Full come about? Well, more is more, first of all. Mm -hmm. I like bountiful things. I like things overflowing. Mm -hmm. Like when it's good, I want like lots. Like I'm never the person to be like, I'll have one. I'm like, I want every color. <laughs> I want every shape. I'm like, what are the sauces that come in? I'll have that too. Does it ship? I'm like, I'm, I want all of it. So for me, I was like, Bountiful, bountiful, and I was like, bounty and full. It's like, just, I wanted more. And so that's where the whole name came came from. And then the food truck, when I put the album Food out, it was the best way for me to promote mm. what happened while recording this record. I was like, how do I show people how good this feels? Mm -hmm. You know, and even like the single from the record was, you know, Jerk Ribs, and it was like, this is how it feels. Like, mm. it feels that good. It was, because it was so sonically rich. Everything was so musical and I had such amazing musicians playing that it felt we felt full after we were eating like pigs we were playing music like animals I mean it was it was such a good time it was a re and I think especially like it was such a I had a hard time I think during flesh tone it was a real rebirth time for me um just with everything in my life I, I was growing up like in the middle of that and it was a hard grow up I think um and so food was really like I was settled I was like Okay, I, you know, I feel good. I can do this. I'm back. So did all the traveling, because I've gone through your Instagram and it seems like you've literally been everywhere. Did you <laughs> study a lot of culinary arts around the world? Like, were you studying I, food around the world? Always. I mean, like, the beauty of it is, and I, I always say this, I'm like, you know, music really took me around the world, but, like, food kept me going back. And, mm. like, you know, I end up in the most random places on tour, and which has been such a blessing. And like, no one wants to sit in a hotel. I'm like, and I'm like, if you need to do a place in like 24 hours, I'm, I have got, a, I'm like, I know every spa. <laughs> I'm like, I love a spa. I'm like, I always do a little research before I go. I said, what's like the, what are the major exports? Cause mm -hmm. then it kind of tells you who they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, stuff I can buy and bring home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what do they eat? You know, and sort of like, that's always like my quick, like 24 hours in a country, 24 hours in a city, whatever, like. I need to start doing that. Cause I just went all the way to Australia, that 14 hour trip 
which by the way, you were on repeat on their, on their TV all the <laughs> while I was there. But I didn't do any research, I didn't plan, and I don't really feel like I got the, I didn't really get what I and wanted to get. it's too far to go to not too feel like you go. went somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I think like even, like Australia's where like I fell in love with wine for the first time like years ago, where I was like, you know, going to wineries and tasting stuff. And later on, I was like, you know, slowly, very slowly starting to like look into like getting my sommelier certification and doing that stuff. And it was all cause just being there and like, you know, every place has something else to offer. And you know, if you, if you take just a second, cause it doesn't really take that much time, you can pretty much like summarize a place like, what do they eat? What do they sell? What do they buy? <laughs> what are they listening to? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, one thing, uh, one of our first times, well, the only time we've worked together so far, um, uh, Khalees, she uh, curated the menu for Floyd Mayweather's 40th birthday party. DJ Rashida, who's a friend of yours, who I saw at one of your events at Stout, yeah. who had the sound was just, the sound and the food in itself was an experience. So uh, I said to my team, I said, you know, we got to get Khalees to create the menu. We got to get DJ Rashida and D-Nice to do the music. And we, that party cost us about 60 grand. And when people went to Floyd's party the next day that cost 1.5 million, they had a better time at our party than that other party. Really yeah. <laughs> no, and it, I think it was the food and the music was just really curated with well, love. I think, like, and that makes all the difference though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it always does for me. I feel like, yeah, even the, like the brunches, it's fun. Like Rashida's got a great vibe and like, mm -hmm. it should feel like you're breaking bread with people. You're sharing, you're like, that's the thing I always say about like the difference between music and food. Music is really selfish. I make music for me. Mm -hmm. And what you think about it doesn't really affect me. Whereas food is like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, did you like it? Is it and, delicious? And, and I think what's different about your passion with food than a lot of other celebrities who have a passion project or something, you're really in it. Like this last, last brunch I came, I came with my Polaroid camera, I took pictures of a bunch of people I didn't want to take pictures of. Um, I didn't get one of Kelly Rowling, your friend that was there, but then I saw you and you were like literally all over the place. So I go, I, I talked to you. Your we people. had a huge fire. No, I know. It so was a I disaster. No, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, I didn't know what was happening behind the scenes, but I go, hey, Sarah, you know, I, mean, I gotta go, I gotta get this picture with Khalees. And she was like, not gonna happen. Because, <laughs> because it was so, <laughs> so, okay, so it was at Stout. I absolutely adore, like, you know, the owner, Charlie, is a, he's like a, like, literally like a brother, like a family member. I absolutely love him. They're a burger place. So, like, I'm like, you know, I just always have these grandiose ideas, and it's a burger place. And yeah. he's like, you can do whatever you wanna do, go ham. I was like, okay. But they don't have ovens. Like the ovens are like, no, stop! We are not doing this. like it. Just so all of a sudden it started really small, and then I'm like, oh god, like what's that? I was like, it's like a little fire, and I was like, ooh, okay, well let's just scooch everything over a little bit. And like I was like, can someone do something about that? Like what's that? And then the next thing you know, it's like, what? I was like, ah! And I was just like, no, I can't. But the, funny, the, the funnier part than all that is, so I started this whole meal planning, gym, trainer, you know, I'm trying, I'm disciplined. And I'm disciplined. like, you want some fried biscuits? You sent these damn biscuits over and they're sitting there and, you know, I'm looking at my friend, we're like, no, we're not gonna eat this. But then my, then my friend's like, but we can't be rude. I'm like, okay, we'll just take one little bite. We ate the whole, like, I think we were licking the pan. It's delicious. Yeah, it was, it was good. was that guava butter. And the, and the, and the drink you sent out. Mori soñando. I don't know, I'm, I'm not Espanol. I'm Puerto Rican, so yeah, so that's like a, like, they give it to kids to like fatten them up. It's like, it's like a creamsicle. Yeah, it's delicious. we drank it all, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you the first time I met you. So, um, Anita Baker. Love her. At the Hollywood Bowl. Oh my gosh! No, you don't understand, I'm not yes. to remind okay, because that was a great night. But you're not gonna remember. Probably, probably not. I was way <laughs> up, I was way up, like, top, like, they had me so far, I couldn't even, I couldn't even fucking see Anita Baker. I didn't know what was going on. 
So I said, okay, there looks to be some empty seats down there. Let's go down there. So we, you know, we, we uh, politic our way down. You know, we're lying, back problems, all kinds of things. Anyway, we get to this front area. There's literally two seats open. So I go, let's take those seats right there. So me and my friend are sitting there and we're sitting there, everybody's enjoying it. And, and you know, people are, they've embraced us being there. And then <laughs> I look over and my friend goes, is that Khalees and Nas? And I look and I go, oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm fans, fan of both of them. So here you all come and I'm just waiting for you to find your seats, but you keep coming and coming. And I go, oh fuck, I think these are their seats. Oh we no. In their seats. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I don't remember it being you, but I do remember being like, who's in our seats? <laughs> yeah. Oh, when I tell you how graciously we slid out of those chairs, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, was the ticket? Oh, this is the wrong ticket. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I don't think I stopped to talk to you, but uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, watching you both come, like for me, I've always wanted to talk to you um, because the world is like not accepted that you guys separated. And I'm not gonna go all the way back, but what is <laughs> the world's effect? I don't know. I think you know, it's like a. I guess. Huh, what is it? I mean. I think, you know, every, every like generation has their couples, you know what I mean? Like for me, it was like Tretch and Peppa. Like I was oh, yeah, like, I oh, yeah. love them, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were like, they're the best couple ever. And then you feel like you're part of their story, you know? And I love romance. I'm like, I love it. So to watch them or to watch like Big and Faith or to watch, like it was like, mm. you know, that's for my generation, like watching them was amazing. So I get the fact that people saw us and it became unreal, you know, but I think the issue is that people need to need to see that like it is this is real life and and like these are real people and like real hearts are broken and real like real stuff happens you know what I mean and like and it's funny to me because I always feel like when we first broke up I I expected it what boggles my mind is that 9 years later the fact that people still say it like that's when I get an eye twitch I'm like I'm like, please stop it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Why don't you get back with your ex? Do you like him? Is he fly? Go get him, okay? <laughs> like, why do they say this so, to me? So, how, so, so, let's, so let's go back, because before we started this interview, and what I love about Hollywood Unlocked, we, people trust us to ask whatever questions we want. We don't get censored. I asked you what can I ask you or not ask you, and you said something interesting about being edited. What did you say? I said I have edited myself for nine years, and. I woke up this morning and was like, not today. So how long ago, so when did you guys get married? What year was that? Uh, what was it, 2002 or three-ish? Like in that space, yeah. Because we, we got married before our wedding. So we were already married by the mm -hmm. time we- Before like, you had the ceremony and all that. Yeah, like and the green way dress before and that. All that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so, when you all got married, was, was everybody as in love with you all as a couple then as they are now? Or is it now more like... Probably not. It's become more iconic or something. I mean, like. my mom definitely was not. <laughs> Your mom um, didn't approve? No, I, no, she didn't. But I think it was because she saw it was like we were going to crash and burn, mm -hmm. which we did. So, thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I think it was such a different era, though. Like, things now have become so, like... Like, we came in on the cusp when things were still real. Like, things were, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was still, like, a grit and, like, a grind and a hustle and, like, a... You didn't have social media and yeah, all the superficial... there was a rawness to, to everything about that era that doesn't exist now. So it was, it was a, everything was different. You know what I mean? How people responded to us was different. Um, 
I think like, you know, I was, and I think people forget this too, like <clears throat> when him and I got married, I was already like on my third album, you know? So people very conveniently forget that. Like I wasn't made by anybody, you know what I mean? Like I had already, I had, I was already critically acclaimed. I already won awards. I was already doing what I was doing. So it wasn't about like, you know, it was really- You already made a name in your own. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know it, and off the strength of myself before him and I ever, ever met, we, f we fell in love, we really did. And we fell quickly, you know, so, and because in, if we're similar in any way, it's that we're both like shut out the world and we're both really good at that. Mm -hmm. So we like hibernated and it was just him and I for a long time and you know, and that was better. I think it's when people, you know, and opinions and, and everything else that came, that it started to, it wasn't good ever, but it, it, get, it definitely progressively got worse. Wait, so the relationship was never good? Um, we had like really, intense highs and really intense lows. Mm -hmm. You know, it was never like, it was never normal. So what would, a high, what would an intense high look like? An intense high would be like, money was rolling in. We were like, we were young too. Like people don't, I was like, I was 22 when I met him. Yeah. I was a baby. So like we, we were drinking too much, smoking too much. We were too much. We were too much. We were spending too much. I mean, we were, balling out of control like it was it was all just too much mm -hmm. and like we were we lived hard you know and so because of that like when that comes down it goes really low <laughs> like as low as possible so it's hard you know because there's no balance there's no like normalcy and I think you know to our credit Nas got famous really young and I signed my first deal at 17. Mm -hmm. We were really young, you know, and like, just there were so many things against us, like beyond all the other personal stuff and all the stuff that, that went wrong with us. Like, if you look at it on paper, like it was hard anyway, you know what I mean? Like, and then we were in the public eye and then the kind of artist that we were, you know, he was no pop star, mm -hmm. I was no pop star. Like we were artists, like it was tumultuous and, toxic so often because it was it's like this it was this constant like i don't know like this which i didn't i didn't tension. realize that was going to happen mm -hmm. like i didn't know that was going to happen but the, the tension what do you think um created that i mean there's a lot of things i think that i was really naive um i was really naive i was madly in love and so I took a lot that I shouldn't have taken and that I generally, just on my character, it's not my character at all. Mm -hmm. So I think it was all awkward. It was Are just Are you talking like, about the infidelity? That, you know it's funny? Because someone asked me, <sighs> that was the straw that broke the camel's back, but that, that wasn't it. I didn't file for divorce because he cheated. He, he'd been cheating for two years and I knew that. Mm -hmm. It was because on top of all the other stuff, then you're gonna cheat? Okay, this is too much. Mm -hmm. Like, this is too much. And then it was really, it was really toxic. And, and I was pregnant. And so at, you know, at seven months pregnant, I was terrified. I was like, I cannot bring a person into this. This is a freaking mess. Mm. Like, this is a mess. And Wait. I can't control this. I gotta get out. So you left while you were pregnant? Yeah, I filed for divorce in April um, and Knight was born in July. Wow. 
So what was an intense low? Like what was the lowest point in your marriage? Um, <laughs> we had a lot. I mean, honestly, like if I were to really tell the stories, I, I couldn't write, the, like it was that crazy. Like it was dark. It was really dark. Like, you know, there was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of just mental and physical abuse. And it just got to the point where I think for me, you know, God is so good because being pregnant, that's, I think that I, I probably would have stayed longer had I not been pregnant mm -hmm. because I really did love him. And because we were married, we weren't dating. We were married. Like this was my person, you know, and I really felt like. Did you feel he was your soulmate? I did at the time. I did. I don't know that I, that I believe, I believe in that now, but I don't know that that means it's right. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like, it shouldn't hurt like that. Mm -hmm. So when you say um, verbal and physical abuse, he hit you. We would fight. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna, I never like just sat there, but we would definitely fight. So it's interesting in looking at um, everything online, trying to sort out the history because there's been so many years of your life before him, your life with him, your life after him. There's not many interviews with you telling your story, but there's so many descriptions of you on the internet. It's out, it's amazing. It's How amazing. is that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I always say like, I, I'm an easy target and I know that I am. Um, and I was saying it earlier, like, you know, I think, what's well, funny, it's a few things. The first thing is, my first song was caught out there, right? I was, I was 18, I had no idea what that was gonna do for my, I wanted to, to sing, I wanted to write, like that's all I cared about. I had no idea what was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how that was gonna brand me. I had no clue, so that was the first thing. The second thing I think was because I, I didn't look like everybody else, I didn't talk like everybody else, I, there was a, you know, then it gets to the point where I don't even know what everybody else is doing. I have no idea. I'm totally oblivious. I'm just doing what I'm doing. That I think people started to, because I wasn't talking about it, people started to make up their own opinions. When I see stuff online or like things that people DM me, I'm always just like, that is so funny. They're like crazy this. And I'm like, which, when was I crazy? Like I'm, when? <laughs> like, well, there was something in, when Nas had <laughs> talked about your separation where he, because a lot of what I have read of people talking about you has been from him. And so he said that, um, he said you were used to sleep with Harvard. What did that mean? Sleep with who? In one of his, one of his <laughs> interviews, he said you went to sleep with Harvard. He kept referring to Harvard. I don't know if that was him referring to himself. I. I have no idea what that means. Well, and then he went on, he went on to say that um, basically your kids will find out later what happened. And so he left it kind of vague. What was that? Do you know? I mean, I know that in his mind, like, <laughs> I don't know if it's dementia or like, <laughs> maybe it's all the weed. I'm not sure. But his memory is definitely faulty. Mm -hmm. You know, listen, I, this is, for me, it's not about like, I've waited nine years to say anything. I have never, I mean, you can look it up. I have never talked about this man, mm -hmm. ever. And the amount of airing out that I could do, and I've chosen not to, our kids will find out. Mm -hmm. They're finding out now. Mm -hmm. And I've never painted myself as a saint. Mm -hmm. 
Did he hit me? Mm-hmm. Did I hit him back? Mm-hmm. Was it mutual <laughs> combat or was it you hitting him back because he hit you or what? It was because there, he would black out. He would drink too much. He drank way too much. Mm-hmm. He drank way too much. He will never admit it. Um, but he drank too much. And there are times when we would party and I would drink with him. But then he would keep drinking. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the stuff, I, he may not remember. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been times when, like, literally we would have the worst, the worst night ever. Like, the worst night ever. And we would wake up the next day, and it's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. He just, it's like, never happened. So he, was he ever remorseful? He bought gifts. Mm. He bought gifts. Um, I love gifts, but <laughs> like after a while, you're kind of like, you know, honestly, it's so crazy because I thought about this this morning because I, I don't think about this stuff often. And like, I try to, I, I moved on. You know what I mean? Like I moved on. I'm married, I have another baby, my life is good, I barbecue, like everything's great, you know. But so I don't remember what I was thinking about, but something reminded me of Rihanna. I remember so clearly when the pictures came out um, with that whole thing that happened with her and Chris Brown. And the only way I can describe it was like double dutch. Like I felt like, do I jump in? Like, do I say it? Because I had bruises all over my body at that time. Like that day, I remember being in Atlanta, sitting in the kitchen and like, I was like, do it. And I was, and I wasn't ready to walk. I just wasn't. And so I didn't say it. And honestly, cause I'm not weak and I'm not like, I'm really private. I don't like people in my business. I felt like this is my partner. I chose this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna make it work. I stayed for years after that and just, you keep it moving, you know? And like I said, I'm not frail. I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm not weak. What was it that made you think of saying something and what was it that made you not? Because seeing her, the way she looked and then looking at myself, I was embarrassed. I was appalled. I was embarrassed. I don't know that situation, but for me, it was kind of like, you're going to just let this go. You're not going to say anything. He knew it. I knew it. He looked at me like, we were both like, are you going to do it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was, we, we lived, we were together. He knew what it just happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want that to be my career, honestly. Mm-hmm. And not that it's hers, but I'm just saying, like, I, I wasn't ready for that move. I wasn't ready for that. We were married. We weren't dating. We weren't, like, I married this man. And there was an image of both of you to the world. There was. Yeah. There was. And I don't know. I, so much of me was out of character in, in that marriage. Like, taking that was, is not my character. So it's just, it's just crazy how life pans out. I didn't say anything because I wanted things to work and because I was delusional and because I thought that, like, I could, like, love past this. Like, we can get through this. When you say that we used to hit each other, is that, because I have five sisters and one of my sisters, Belinda, we found out that she was being abused during the holidays. She had a broken finger. She had all these reasons, she had excuses why it happened. But 
she wanted, she like tried to share in the blame of it all, you know? So like when you say that we used to hit each other, is that your way of, I mean, discounting that he was beating you or, 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 or trying to find a role in it? I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that. I think, look, I'm 5'10", okay? I'm 5'10", I don't back down, I'm extremely confrontational. So I take my part in it. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I take my part in it. You know, I wasn't perfect. I like I said, I've never painted myself as an angel. Mm-hmm. I can be a bitch. I can free, like, I can fight. I know how to fight. I am not afraid to throw a punch. But I wouldn't have started it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll participate in ending it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have started it. I was never that angry. Mm-hmm. Like the funny thing is, because I'm like a loud mouth and because I'm super opinionated, people always like I've got this image of like who I am. I adored him. Like I really did. And I was never that angry. Mm-hmm. You know? He was angry and he was dark and he's always been that way. Mm-hmm. And to his credit, I will say this and I I mean this from the bottom of my heart. That man is to this day is exactly the man I married. Mm-hmm. He has not changed, not one iota. I changed. So for that, that was my. I grew up. Mm-hmm. I was 22 when I met him. What you take at 22 and what you take at 28 are very different. So when he was hitting you, you were you were still in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were in love. It, he was drunk and he would black out and. He was angry and he was mad and he would be mad about things that didn't make any sense. He would be mad about who I was going to go talk to. He would be mad about if we were at an after party for the Grammys or MTV or whatever. If like, you know, if Jay said hi or a freaking like, it's just, I'm like, I can't keep up with all of these things. Like these are not my battles. These are your, I don't even care about these people. I don't care. If someone says hi, I'm like, what up? I don't give a damn. I don't like any of them anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, w- really, like, you know what I mean? Like, not even personally. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But yet, he cares so much that, like, it caused a lot of conflict. And then you're out, and we're dressed up, and there's... Di- I mean, I have the craziest stories. Like, the craziest stories. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I couldn't write these things. Mm-hmm. I had all this jewelry. I forgot about it until I was just saying it. I had tons of jewelry that we had, you know, artists rent jewelry, sure. borrow jewelry rather for events, right? So we had a red carpet. I can't remember what, I don't remember what event it was, but I had all this like gorgeous jewelry, diamond necklaces and earrings and like <laughs> all this stuff. And so we went out and, you know, partied, got drunk, whatever. And we got into this massive fight where he like broke the door off the hinges. And I was so afraid <laughs> he was going to throw away the jewelry because it's not my jewelry. Right. So I hid the jewelry, but we were so drunk. And the next morning I woke up and I was like, we got robbed. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. I was like, I called, I called the, I called my lawyer. I called my, uh, my business manager because the door was off the hinges. Okay. My watch was across the freaking road. This was a Beachwood. My watch was across the road. I was like, we've been robbed. (laughs) Where was the jewelry at? I had strategically, yes, because I was like, this lunatic is going to throw my stuff at it. I'm not paying for all this. This is not mine. So you guys were getting wasted. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I said we both were. To be fair, I just never drank as much as he did. Right, right, right. And I don't really like, I would drink tequila for fun with him, but there was like a Patron era. Mm -hmm. 
I'd be surprised if he remembers anything. Well, when you waved hi to Jay, of course, I mean, you know, they've had a rivalry for Yeah, a but time. by that point, you've already signed to him, so what, I can't say hello. And right. I knew him before I knew you, too, and everybody else that was over there. Like, and I don't give a damn. I'm being polite. I don't right. care. It's not like I'm trying to hang out with people, or I don't care. I think mm. I've made that very clear <laughs> over the past 20 years. I am not interested. Right. But if another person is, I mean, any, and it could be anything, it, you know what I mean? Whether it was like, it didn't matter who it was or what it was, it was always an issue. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you make me look like this. I'm like, well, I have my own So was persona. he obsessed with his image? He is obsessed with his image. That's why people think he's phenomenal and like I'm some raging crazy bitch because he gives a damn and I don't care. I'm like, I'll be that. So what is he gonna think when he sees his interview? He already hates me, I mean like, I can't imagine this is gonna make it any better, but I'm like, I wasn't really trying. Mm -hmm. I, I woke up this morning and I was like, I can't anymore. I can't. And it's because of this like ridiculous lawsuit and, and you know, this whole thing. And everyone's like, it's just so funny to me because I have never a day in my life, may the Lord strike me down right here, ever gone to the press about anything mm -hmm. like literally never and the fact that every time i'm like in court or in the lawyer's office like within a, a day it's i'm like where is this information coming from it's like i don't understand it and it i i do not understand it so he loves that mm -hmm. like he loves it he loves all every he loves it all he needs all the accolades he needs all the praise he needs all of that none of this has ever validated me you know and I mean, that's, we are fundamentally different that way. Mm -hmm. And so, I, there's all this stuff going on. The lawsuit, are you referring to the child custody, not, not the child custody, but the um, child support mm -hmm. lawsuit? Okay, so there was, there's reports that he's paying $8,000 a month. Now he is, yeah. So how hard was it to, so I was talking to Chris, the mother of Chris Brown's baby recently, and um, we were talking about, you know, the fact that she said, or she's alleged that Chris hasn't paid any money while she's had this kid. Um, in terms of like his responsibility, taking care of his responsibility. And so when we were really getting into it and finding out how hard he's fighting with her to take care of the monetary responsibility he has for this child, I drew a parallel because I was looking at what reports are out there about you. So what is it that you can share about what's happening with the child? Uh, I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. <sighs> like, I mean, we've been separated for so, we've been divorced for so long. For me, okay, first of all, to really get a clear picture, when this whole, you know, when I was, like I said, I was pregnant, I had Knight when I was in New York. Uh, Knight was born in July. So I was in New York because I'm from New York. My parents were there, every, you know, I was there for the summer. Come October, I was like, okay, like I wanna go home. I'm gonna take my baby home and we're gonna go back to LA and like, you know, start this life. I got home and there was a foreclosure notice on my door. Now, if we were to look at the timeline, I went to culinary school in 2000, all of 2008. Then I got pregnant, so I hadn't worked, I hadn't done anything. And you know, the difference with Nas and I was, Nas has always been bigger, he's always sold more records, and that's fine, that was great. But it wasn't always, there's a, and I don't know if people realize it, but there's like, there's cash poor and there's cash rich, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you might have less, cash, but you actually have it. <laughs> so like, I toured. I always toured. 
there was years where like me and Macy Gray were the only black artists in Europe. There were none other. Like it was me and everybody like, hey girl. Like, you know, I'm just like so glad to see you. Like <laughs> there were zero black artists on tour, okay? So I would come home with cash. And so granted, yes, he's a bigger artist. He sold more records, that was fine. But I always had cash. So for all of our properties and stuff, I would always put the money down and then he would pay the mortgage. That was our agreement. So after all this time, I was on, in culinary school, so I wasn't touring, which was five days a week, seven hours a day. Um, there was no, I wasn't prepared for any of this, you know, and it didn't even occur to me that he would stop paying or that he had stopped paying the mortgage because I had been, I'd been in New York well before even I had the baby. So was, I wanted to be near my mom and all that stuff. So when I got home and saw that foreclosure notice on- So you didn't even know? I had no idea. And he didn't give a damn. And you were pregnant? I, no, I came home with the, let's see, it was October. So I had a- So you just like, had the baby? Yeah, like two, three month old baby. And so you didn't even know that the house was foreclosed on? No, I had no idea. And you know, I called him and I'm like, yo, there's a foreclosure notice on our door. Like what's up? And his response, which has been very consistent ever since then was, go fuck yourself. Really? <laughs> yes. Wait, so, the, did he say the words, go fuck yourself? Yes. Wow. Yes, very much so. And it's happened many times since then. So for me, that, you know, night was a few months old. That started a whole, like that then continued on. So I was a single mom. I was terrified. I had never done this before. This was not my plan. Him and I had been together for years. So I was pissed off that, like, nigga, you waited all this time for me to get pregnant to act. I can't take it. Like, this is too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I, we got together when I was 22. By the time I'm, I had night at 29. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a long time. It's a long time, yeah. So we waited. Like, you know what I mean? So I just was like, you are acting a fool, and this is not a good time. Mm. And I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to be doing right now. I haven't worked. I don't have any money because it was in our house. And this is terrifying. Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. So I had to put out flesh tone. Um, and I ended up, you know, you'll see that, you see that little, those little feet in my, on my back. That was literally like, it, I was in the worst time of my life. Mm. I was, it was, I was devastated. It was hard and, and I had to like pull it together because it was me and this baby. And, there was no, like that's, and that's why just, and I went back there to even just to point to the fact that like, I needed help, I wanted help, I asked for help. There was no help. So when you dip in and you wanna come around, that's fine. But you haven't been a parent and you haven't been around for a very long time. So to show up now, yes, I'm angry. And you know, he makes it like a mocking me, like, oh, you're, you're so mad. Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want people to know that I was mad because as soon as you're an angry black woman, then you're yeah. an angry black woman yeah. and then that's forever. But you know what? I am black and I am furious. <laughs> like, and I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for that because I literally, like I said, I have never been perfect, but I am a damn good mom. Mm. And I have sacrificed so much to be a good mom. Mm. You know, and it's not, and the funny thing is, is that what is ironic to me is that like, I, w I, I always, I, I've told him, I'm like, I'm your best case scenario, dog. Like our beautifully well-adjusted, smart and funny and worldly kid with great taste is, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. 
like, why make it more difficult for me now? And so the whole story that, like, you keep me from my child, hmm, really? When did that happen? So was it when I was begging you to help or <laughs> when I was waiting for you to show up to the point where I can't even tell my child that you're coming until you're at the curb because of how many times you have not shown up mm -hmm. and I will not have that for him? So yes, I am a mother. I will protect with my life, mm -hmm. with my life. You can call me gold digger. We have to have gold to dig it, but okay, gold digger. He got money two years ago, guys, like seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be real. If I was a gold digger, I wouldn't have chosen him. Mm -hmm. You know, like, come on, this is not what it's about. I've been a parent, I have been there. And it's not about not allowing you to see him. It's about the fact that if you've not been there, you can't show up when you feel like it and regulate. Mm -hmm. That's what you're not gonna do. Mm -hmm. So yes, I, I do buck back, I absolutely do. But it's not, it's a lie to say that it's because you can't see him. No, it's because you can't not show up for months and then show up and want to change the whole schedule, the whole plan, the whole, huh, like what? No, sir, that is not what we are going to do. Mm -hmm. We are not doing that. So when, when you got back and there was a foreclosure notice and he told you to go fuck yourself, when between then and now did he start participating as a parent and? He doesn't participate. He shows up when it's fun. He shows up when there's a good photo op. He shows up when he feels like he needs a snuggle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody wants, like I have, you know, I've got two kids. I have, my little one is two years old. Nobody wants a two-year-old. They're hard. He will slap you in the face. He's like, he puts his butt in your face. He's like, poo, I poo. Nobody wants, no man wants that. Mm -hmm. Of course you want, the, the Knight is dope. Knight is funny as hell. He's so smart. He's so well-spoken. He's super worldly. The kid's been on tour with me since he was born, so he's been everywhere. Who wouldn't want to hang out with him? Of course you do. He's fantastic. So was, was Nas ever monetarily supporting anything? He started supporting where it was like sort of consistent and where it became consistent about two years ago. My child is eight and he'll be nine in July. Wow. So. I didn't get not a single cent up until 2012. I was then audited. I was audited a couple years ago for alimony that he said he, that he claimed that I never got, so our numbers didn't match up. I mean, the list of things that I've had to endure that I've not said, it's, I, <clears throat> I hit a wall. It was this morning, I, this morning I was like, and I'm done. I cannot. I have no more patience to give. I have no more kind. I have nothing left to give. I am physically done with this situation. I'm done. Why were you so silent though? Because I, a few reasons. I think the first thing is, like I said, I'm very private. I don't like airing out my dirty laundry. I don't want people in my business. Um, I, In all honesty, I was afraid to because, because of like my faith and my belief in God and my creator, I know that I can't, I could never fight him as ruthlessly as he would fight me. So because he wasn't around, I didn't really have to. And that's why this, it's like, I mean, imagine, like it came out of nowhere. I'm telling you, here's what's so crazy. We're in my backyard right now. My mother had a stroke um, on a Saturday she was here in LA, so that was terrifying. And then, actually, Knight was with his father. What, this is so crazy. Knight was with his father the day that my mom had a stroke. So I called him and I was like, yo, 
my mom just had a stroke, like, can you bring it? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, all right. Like, I need to deal with my mom. You know, like, this is a disaster. It was a Saturday, so Thanksgiving was Thursday. My mom, like, by the grace of God, she comes home, and I'm like, you know what, it's Thanksgiving, your life is short, like, damn. I said, Knight, do you want your dad here for Thanksgiving? He has no family, he can't cook. <laughs> I was like, you know what, you should come over for Thanksgiving. Come over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but this was even after he told you he wouldn't bring your son. Yeah. When you told him your mother had just had a stroke. Mm-hmm. So where do you keep finding the empathy? God, really, the Lord. And because honestly, like, I'm not like him. I'm married, you know, and I have two beautiful children and like, I'm a fine ass husband. Thank you. <laughs> it's really cute. Jesus. If y'all ain't got a man, y'all need to go where she fine. But you know, like my life really is I'm super content and I'm really blessed and I rebuilt, you know. I've I've had people try to break me in my life. And I'm still here and I prevailed and so it you know, it was Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, you know, I love Thanksgiving. My mom just had a stroke. My mom is a tank, yo, first of all. Did you see her at the brunch? Mm -mm. She's about that big and <laughs> she's just like a firecracker and she's like, always has red lips and red, she's just everything. She's New York to the death, like to the Wait, death. Wait, I think I did, she was at the table in front of me. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So like, you know, she's just the cutest little thing and she's just a little firecracker. She is like a force, mm -hmm. you know? And like to see her like that was, I was mortified, you know, and like Knight and her have such a great relationship and I didn't grow up with my grandparents, so it was super important that, he, that my kids have that. You know, Naz's mother passed away. So like, <laughs> all we have is my parents. And like, at the end of the day, as much as you hate me, like it's our kid, yo, like he's got grandparents and like his freaking grandmother's in like. Do you think he hates you though? I think it's like a love-hate thing. Cause he doesn't know how to love, but if, if for what he can what he can identify as love, I think it's like a. I think he couldn't imagine, like, this wasn't supposed to happen to us. Okay, this wasn't supposed to happen. The falling in love, the having a kid, just, just the freaking catastrophic disaster that we became. Mm -hmm. This wasn't supposed to happen, you know. Like, we were we were supposed to be good. Mm -hmm. Like, we were so gifted. You know what I mean? Like we were so gifted and it was so, it was gifted and rebellious and sexy and like all these things, you know what I'm saying? Like we should have made it, like we should have. It sucks that we didn't. I mean, I'm happy now, but like we should, if for all intents and purposes, if I were to take myself out of it to look at it, like it, sh we sh it should have worked. But it couldn't work because you've got like all these factors and all these things and you know, and then and it's like, okay, fine. I can live with that. Like I can move on. But I let go, and I didn't just say I let go. I let go, mm -hmm. I let go, I let go, and I walked out. I walked out to save myself, to save this baby who did not deserve any of it. Like I said, Knight, Knight is like, you know, he really like, I always say like, you know, I'm someone who waited a long time to have children because I wasn't like a real broody chick. Like I had a great life. I was, you know, like we were touring the world. We were doing everything we wanted to do. I wanted for nothing. You know, so having a baby wasn't like my first priority, you know what I mean? But then when I had him and the time that I had him, by the grace of God, like that kid saved me, mm -hmm. really. So recently I interviewed Jennifer Lewis and she was, she was describing a narcissist and she said, 
they have no feelings. They care Zero. about nobody. I, it's so crazy that is you say true? that. I mean, babe, like a really dear friend of mine is going through a very similar situation and she sent me this thing and she was like, look up narcissist. And I was like, <gasps> do they know him? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that is who I married. I mean, like word for word, like it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. And it's cause they have no like, she said no emotion, no empathy. don't care about anyone. Well, you can't, they have no empathy. To the point where like the scariest thing ever is like, I'll call him and literally like tell him like this happened, this is exactly what happened. Not my feelings about it, not my opinion. Like these are the actual actions. These are the facts that happened. And he's like, no, no it didn't. No, it's because they have an, 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 an like insane ability to believe what they want to be true. So he just had this, we were just talking about on Hollywood like this, big success with Ring and this, um, I, I guess, um, Amazon had purchased it for a lot of money. He made like $40 million. So why would child support even be an issue right now? I mean, it's mind blowing. But it gets better though. So, first of all, people have been talking about all this money I've been getting. I, I would love to be getting all that money. That'd be wonderful. Even a fraction of it, that'd be fantastic. Who wouldn't want it? I mean, you know, he sat in the deposition Sworn in, this man, it's, it's comical because it's that ridiculous, said, I don't know what bank I'm with. I don't know who does my banking. I don't know where my checks come from and I don't know how much is in there. That's funny because you've been talking about <laughs> how much is in there for quite some time now. So here's the thing, you have a child and I do everything everything. You found out where he went to school two months ago, not because it was a secret, because you didn't ask mm. and because you don't take him to school and you do not pick him up and you don't go to dentist appointments or doctors or jujitsu or music or art or anything else that a parent does. You have no idea, but yet you want all the glamorous parts. You want to put a chain on him because you think he's your mini me. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but you don't actually want to do what parents really do. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to give, and the funny thing is, here's what's really funny. And like I said, I would hold nothing back today. I get eight grand a month. It doesn't really cover everything, but I have never, ever, ever asked that man for a penny. Mm -hmm. If the eight grand comes, thank you. If it doesn't, we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I make my own money. I do very well. I'm very blessed. <laughs> but it is my money and I work very hard for my money. So the fact that I've spent so much money in the past three months on lawyer's bills is infuriating because it's a joke. Mm -hmm. This is not a real fight. Mm -hmm. This is not a real fight. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yet you've put my kid's name in a system where he doesn't belong now. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, and we're fighting over something for your ego or for your, cause you're bored. I really don't know what it is cause I don't really care, but I didn't make a bunch of investments. I'm creative mm -hmm. and I'm an artist and that's what I do. So the money that I make, I can tell you exactly what I did for it. Mm -hmm. I can tell you exactly why I have it. So when I'm writing checks for hundreds of thousands of dollars for lawyers, I am not happy about that. And then on top of it for something that doesn't make any sense, I'm like, if you really want to spend time with him, show up. So let's go back to Thanksgiving. Okay, so you invite him to the house. Yep. And he comes. So I asked my husband first. Okay. Um, and you know, just cause I, I do want to say this too, like night will be nine in July, right? My husband 
I'm, I'm so blessed. He is, we raise these kids, you know, and like this man is up at six o'clock in the morning. He's making breakfast. He's making sure we're hustling to get to school on time. Like taught night to swim and to, he goes to motocross and like all, like he's, he's a dad, he's a dad. And it's not because he's trying to replace anyone. It's because he's the only one here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's funny, like a lot of people find this offensive, but my son calls my husband Papa, mm -hmm. right? I have never told this child to call this man anything other than his name. Mm -hmm. He was four when we met, my husband and I. And so when we got together, um, he was looking for a dad. I did not do that. Mm -hmm. I did not do that. You know, like that is what he decided to call him. And he asked me if it was okay. And I was like, well, yeah, ask him. Nas, with all his ego and all this stuff, he has never flinched because deep down he knows, I didn't do that. Your child made a choice because this is the person who shows up for him. Mm -hmm. That's who's there. So I asked my husband and I was like, yo, you were here when my mom had a stroke. We had to pick her up. You know what I mean? Like it was very intense. I'm like, life is really short. I think Knight would love this. Cause Knight's always like, can my dad, like, do you think he could like live here? Like he asks, he's like, yeah. Cause he doesn't really want to go over there. Like, so like he goes and he has a good time, but he's like, he, he's like, I want to like, I want to hang out. Can he, my dad come over here? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> so for Thanksgiving, I was like, yo, I asked my husband, I'm like, is it like, how do you feel? Cause I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Like, are you cool? And he was like, yo, dude, you gotta do. It's totally fine. So we invite him to come over. My mom, my stepdad, my friends, that, you know, all my friends that he knows, cause we've been friends forever. Like, it was just like a, you know, everyone was like, oh my God. Like, cause all my friends also know like how tumultuous this has been and how hard it's been. Mm -hmm. So they're like, what? <laughs> He's coming for dinner. I was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> you know, and even, and the funny thing is like, even for like the prayer, like I, like we were all around the table and like turkeys out and everything and I'm like, Dear Lord, thank you so much for this food. Thank you for the friends and family that we have, even the ones I've been trying to get rid of. And everybody laughed, even Nas laughed, because it's hilarious, because like, you're still here. <laughs> like, like, it's just ridiculous. And like, you know, I tried to make light of it. And at the end of the day, because I am really happy in my, you know, in my life and like, I'm like, okay, he doesn't have, like, it's Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Thanksgiving. So he came over. My husband and, um, and my wedding anniversary is November 31st. So Thanksgiving, this was just, just this Thanksgiving that just passed. Um, that happens, everything, like he, it's like a weird, you know, he doesn't feel like Knight is here, there's other kids here, so Knight's playing and you know, Nas is sort of like sitting, but just like, I don't know, it was like, we don't know how long he's gonna stay, we're all just like, okay. Um, and then like, you know, we're like, well, the night ends and we're like, well, I'm like, praise God. Like everything went great. Night's happy. Everyone's cool. It's, I'm like, it's fine. Right. My husband and I, our anniversary is the 31st or the 30th. It's the 30th. So we, um, we were driving up to Joshua tree and then I get a call and Naz calls me and he's like, he's like rambling. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. And he's like, um, something about like TMZ and something. First of all, I don't ever, I have no idea what's happening on TV, mm -hmm. okay? So like, I have no idea. So I'm like, what? I, and I, 
I'm getting irritated because I'm like, I have it. I thought he was accusing. <laughs> I thought he was accusing me of. I said, Are you insane? I would never. And I'm like, About what? What are you talking about? I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but basically what, what I figured out, because I was like, hi, he's like, let me call you back. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm going to call the publicist. I'm like, okay. I don't know what he's talking about. I then, I'm like, let me just look online. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I look online. This fool had filed, right? I was going on my anniversary. So guess where Knight was? Not here. Mm-hmm. Knight was with him. So I was like, wait, what? Why are you call- Why are you doing this? Like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, you were just at my house for Thanksgiving, and I literally was like, why are you doing this? I really don't understand. Well, I'm what was he doing? blown away. Why are you freaking filing? Like, you're filing for, like, I don't even get it. And then, so the TMZ, like, whatever, was basically saying, like, that, you know, Nas is filing because I don't let him see night, which I'm like, I'm in the twilight zone. What are you talking about? You were just here in my house. And he was with him at the time. Yes. And yeah, because it was our anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, great. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> we're going to do our thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. So I've now been subpoenaed like three times. I'm like being stalked. All my people have been stalked. People who have nothing to do with it. It makes no sense. They're being subpoenaed too? Yeah. And stuff that I'm like, what are we trying to figure out? Oh, because you need to pay. And here's the thing, the whole key, and this is the point, because people can say all they want to say, right? Number one, he's a liar. Number two, you don't need to know about my finances because I take care of the child. Everything mm-hmm. I do goes to this kid. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but yet and still, I've given all my finances. I, I don't have any shame. At the end of the day, I'm like, I don't give a damn. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he gave me eight grand a month. That's not rolling in it, okay? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like, all the extra things that happen, I pay for. And night is eight. We weren't even getting the eight grand up until very recently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, night's gonna be nine. Nas has been to two birthdays. Two birthdays. That's not because I kept anything from you. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something, if the other thing, if it were flipped, there is not a single thing aside from death and jail that would keep me from my kid's birthday. Mm-hmm. Like you could call, I could be the biggest bitch in the world. Show up. I always tell you where we're at. And on top of that, my schedule is very public. Mm-hmm. Like this is where I'm at. It's not hard to find us. And night's always with me. So where do you go from here? I mean, clearly I want to continue to follow not just this, but also everything you're doing with the food because the food is good. Even if I'm on a diet, I'm not going <laughs> to eat. Where do you go from here? Uh, you know what, babe, I'll tell you, like, like I said earlier, I have, I have very dear friends that are going through very similar disgusting situations with very similar narcissistic crazy men. And for me, you know, I called my mom and it was just, I was just, it was like, I came from court, you know, it's just emotionally and physically draining. And like, you know, I, I called my mom and I was just like, I was emotional. I was just like, I just can't believe this is happening. I'm miserable. I'm so angry. I'm so frustrated. Like, I don't understand what's going on. This is ridiculous. I don't think I should have to defend myself when I've been the only parent there, you know? And it literally hit me like a light bulb. And I was just like, yo, this is what I need to do. I want to start a fund. I don't know how to do it exactly yet. I haven't figured that out yet because I'm still in the thick of this disastrous mess he's created, but when I started looking at these lawyers' bills, 
No one's winning here, okay? Knight's not winning, I'm not winning, Nas will not win, and like, no one's winning but the lawyers. Like, they're kicking out right now. And I thought about it and I was like, thank God I can afford this because I cannot fathom dealing with this, knowing the love that I have for my child, knowing the sacrifices that I've made and how much I would, how much more I would give to make sure that his life is the way it should be. I am devastated at the idea that, that women are going through this and that they cannot pay these bills. That is unacceptable. And so for me, I felt like the system is broken. It is broken, especially here in California. You know, we are, it's set up where their desire to be fair is, it makes them negate fact. It makes them negate history. Like you can't be fair without fact checking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, and whether it's a man or a woman, it, it, it traditionally is, is a woman, but like, listen, for dads too, who are holding kids down, like no woman should be, no mother should be able to come and be like out of nowhere, hey, I want to regulate. I don't think that it should be 50-50 just because you had sperm involved. Mm -hmm. If you want to be involved, prove it, mm -hmm. prove it. And then if I really end up being a problem, then deal with me. But the reality is I am not a problem. I am here, you know where I live. Like this will call me, for, and this, and I realize now in retrospect that he was planning this whole thing, like this look of I am the great dad. But he called me a few months ago talking about what's your address? I need to send insurance cards. Huh? Insurance cards for your son? Yes. What? He has insurance. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. No thanks to you. Mm -hmm. He's asthmatic and medication is very expensive. We have insurance. Like you, you now you want to give insurance? Really? Mm -hmm. Seriously? That's cute. No thanks. Mm. Keep it. So for women out there who are listening and who I are, want to start a fund. Yeah. I want to start a fund. Because but what's I feel the first like, step to leaving this type of situation? Run. Get out. <laughs> like save yourself and your child by any means necessary. I think honestly, um, we can't be afraid to fight. You know. I'm not afraid to fight. I didn't want people in my business, but I'm not afraid to fight. And that's what, and I even, I told Nas that. I said, look, you know what? Cause he's like, oh, of course you want more money. Yes, now I do. I would have never, ever, and just, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. I never took him to court. I never, we got divorced and then I'm like, bye. Like, peace, I'm out. I've never asked for more money. I've never complained about more money, ever. Eight grand's never been enough, don't care. Now that you want to freaking like drag my name through the mud, disrupt the peace in my household, freaking put my kid through stress, his eczema's flaring up, it's a disaster. I'm like, yes, now you should pay what you should pay. How about that? Yeah, uh huh, you should pay what you should pay. It's the law. It's the law. It's not about an opinion or. Do you it's think the, the law, law matters to him though? I think it matters because he's a coward but I don't know that it matters enough for him to do the right thing. He'll do the right thing when it's like, when he's like threatened to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. He didn't start paying anything until, I this is so crazy. I'm like, we were like, it was a struggle. I was really struggling for a while there. You know, as an artist, we have ebbs and flows. We have, I have great years where I'm like, whoa! <laughs> like, and then I have years where I'm like, this is terrifying. <laughs> like, it happens, you know what I mean? Like, that's real talk, like, but, no one was there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one was there. So now I just, I feel like women need to not be afraid to fight. And if you look like the angry black woman, Chinese woman, Spanish woman, whatever, like, 
it's okay because at the end of the day, like you have to do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And so for me, you know, I've been silently fighting. I've been in a war zone. Yeah, like there's no interview out there. No, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I have never, ever said anything negative about this man. And really because I wanted my son, I don't want to ruin that for him. It's ironic that, you know, my, that Nas will be like, they'll find out. Yeah, they will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, they will. Mm. He's very smart. So I, I, I'll just end with this. When uh, Nas started to date Nicki Minaj and the internet blew up and everybody was saying how he should be with you, it's, it's, it sounds very different now, now that I've heard all of this through, you <laughs> know? Like, I don't want him. <laughs> I was like, no, please. First of all, it's so funny because people thought I was angry. Why? Take him. Please, dear God, take him back. Like, please, I beg of you, like, take him back. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. I think he's lonely. <laughs> I'm serious. And yeah. this all started when she left. Come back. I was not mad at all. Why would I be mad? Yeah. Me and my man are great. Mm -hmm. He's younger than me. He's cute. He's <laughs> awesome. Like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I literally, and it's so funny because I, I, <laughs> I don't sleep a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm a night person. Like, <laughs> I, get, I have kids, so like at night, like everyone goes to sleep. Like, I answer my emails. I watch my Ratchet TV. Mm -hmm. I online shop. I make snacks. Mm -hmm. I talk to all my friends out of the country. It's fabulous, right? So I'm up. So sometimes I'll look on Instagram and like people are talking stuff and I'm like, I'll just like, I mean, you know, it's like four o'clock in the morning, I'm liking random pictures or someone will say something, I'm like, right. So someone said something <laughs> and I was like, hmm, word. And I, you know, put my little heart and, and then, you know, I forget about it. Like I won't check Instagram for a few days and living my life, things will happen. I went on Instagram and I was like, why are people so angry with me right now? <laughs> like, what did I do? And I was like, I had to scroll. I was like, wait, what in the hell just happened? People were going off, right? I was like, why is everybody so mad at me? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm looking and I was like, dang, like, <coughs> this is crazy. People are furious. And then I realized, I'm like, wait, these are people, hold on. These are Nicki Minaj fans. Why are they on my site? Because I really, honestly, him and I don't talk. And he's not around. So I had no idea. I didn't know that they were even dating until his birthday. Mm. And it's only because I saw pictures. And I was like, what is that weird like Argentinian flamenco outfit he was wearing. It was ridiculous. I was like, this is horrible. And then <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and that, I was like, oh, okay, he has a boo. Great, wonderful. So I really didn't know until September, and <laughs> which was when his birthday was. And so I had liked this picture and someone had said something about, I can't remember exactly what the comment was, but it was something like, something to the effect of like, I don't know, like, him and her were trying to be like Jay and Beyonce. I don't remember. I mean, like, but Khalees is, I can't remember. I, I heard my name and I was like, oh, yeah. It literally was such a passing, like, thing. <laughs> like, and people were furious. I was like, everybody relax, okay? I am in no way, shape, or form at all worried about that man's love life, okay? Like, had it, got rid of it, do not want it back. Please have him. <laughs> we were like, get back together. Why aren't you? You should. You should have him. You'll be running for well, the hills and, soon too, and, and to, <laughs> like Nikki. And, okay? And she the, was like, "Peace, I'm out." And to the fan, <laughs> and to the fans too. Like it's disrespectful to your husband. Like you have a it whole is. other life. It is, and you know what? It's disrespectful. It's ignorant. It's freaking stupid. It's insensitive. Thank God, my husband is lovely and smart and mature enough to realize that like people have no sense because he doesn't really care. But God forbid he did. I mean, like that would be a disaster. It would be terrible. Like we have a child and we have a life and like to him, we have two kids. You know what I mean? Like the fact that people have no regard 
it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, it's horrible. And I think people, you know, being in the public eye, people do that. And they, you know, a lot of people feel like, well, you, you, this is like, they feel like you're their property because you chose this. Well, no, no, I'm creative, okay? And I'm good at this mm -hmm. and you like it. That does not mean that my life is free reign all the damn time. Mm -hmm. Like, no, mm -hmm. no. And I don't apologize for that and I don't feel bad for that. And that just is what it is. And so like, I'm so grateful that my husband is so sane and that he is so level-headed because it doesn't bother him. Mm -hmm. And he's always like, he's like, well, yeah, he's like, my wife's fly. So like, what people are, you know, and I'm, he's funny and he laughs it off and he makes jokes and whatever, but like, people are dumb, like, shut up. If you want him, go get him. He is no prize. Please be my guest. Like have all of the men that we've all left. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. <laughs> all right, so Nas is definitely listening to this. What do you want? to say if you could say one thing to him? Oh, I tell, I mean, listen, I am not, I am no church mouse. I mean, I say what I have to say to him all the time. I'm like, you suck. Like, why are you doing this? This is whack. You're a fraud. You're fake. You're a coward. This is not real. You know, like you love this frenzy. You love this. You need this. And I'm sorry about that for you. But like, if you really want to spend time with our son, you show up, you show up. You know, it was something in page six um, that someone showed me today actually. And, you know, it was like about like Easter, you know what I'm saying? That was the Sunday that we had the brunch. And like, I was working so much. We had an event before the day on Saturday, the day before. And so we were prepping before that. And I had events all that week. So it was like, it was manic. So I didn't, I didn't even realize that it was Easter weekend until my mom hit me up like, we're on our way. I had no yeah. idea. My mom was like, we're on our way. And I was like, ah, like, oh God, she's coming. I mean, it's like, oh my God, she's coming. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Oof, this is, I'm like, I had agreed to give, you know, night to Nas for this weekend, but Passover and Easter are not in our list because he doesn't celebrate Easter. Mm -hmm. I was like, you're your own God, so you shouldn't care about this holiday, right? Like, I like this holiday, mm -hmm. my God. So can I have, you know, night for this weekend? He was like, no, I was like, you know what? Okay, fair enough, because you had planned to have him. I was like, my parents are on their way. It's Easter. We do celebrate. I said, can you, I was like, you're sp supposed to get him on Friday. I'm like, can you get him today as planned? And then instead of keeping him till Sunday, can you just bring him back like, you know, late afternoon on Saturday? That way you still get him. You don't have to completely ruin your plans. And yet my parents don't come here and not see their grandkid because mm -hmm. that sucks. And because it's Easter, right? Mm -hmm. This fool was standing at my curb, literally, and I did, I, I tweaked, I lost it. I was yelling, I wanted to punch him in his face and I was like, let me just walk away because this is not gonna end well. And I literally went in the house and I texted him. I'm like, yo, if you just tell me that you'll bring him back tomorrow and it, I'm good. Like he's got his shoes on, he's waiting to go. This Negro left, did not come back. Mm -hmm. So it's not about night, it's not about seeing night. It's about sticking it to me. It's about your ego, your pride. I really can't fathom what goes on in this man's mind, but it's not about night, that I am very mm -hmm. sure of. So. Yeah, I wigged out. I did. I did. I yell. I cr yes, I do. And like, and you know, it's like somehow like if, if, if a woman does it, she's like the crazy baby mom. No, you answer crazy with crazy. Like that's the only way to win this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, I'm trying to be rational and I was like, I get it. Yo, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry. I've been working so much. I did not even realize it was Easter. Just take him and then bring him back. And he was like, no. And then leaked it to the press. I was like, how did they know it was in front of my house? No one was here. What do you mean? There was no lawyers, there was no judge, there was no press. There was, I, mean, I mean, come on, we're in Glendale, right, right, really. Right. Like, you did that, you did that. You were a fraud. You talk all this black empowerment, all this like, you are a fraud. Mm. Like, stop it. 
Stop it. Because you know what? I could be cracked out. I could be twerking somewhere. I could be free, which I might be, but you know, like, <laughs> like all in decency and in order. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a good mom, yo. Like, I hold it down. You should be glad that I'm not, like, our kid's never in danger. He's never in a setting that's inappropriate. He is never uncared for or unloved or any of the above. So like, why make it difficult? Like, why? Hmm. It's really not logical. And I, I don't know where this is all coming from, but I have absolutely had enough. And I and I cannot, in good, like, just being who I am, this hurts so much. It's scary because it's my kid. That's the other thing. I will fight. I'm a fighter. I am. I'm a fighter. But when you put my kid in it, it's scary. It's like this is a real, like, human's life, and he would not be good with you full-time. Mm -hmm. We both know this. Mm -hmm. So and you don't really want him full-time. Let's be real. So... You're putting him in danger and that terrifies me because I can't let people, like you've controlled the narrative for so long. Not when it comes to my child. I will not allow that. And I can't anymore. I can't anymore. And so I don't want any other woman who has not been put in a financial situation to be able to fight this properly. I do not want to be in a position where I can help and not help anymore. And I'm always a big, I'm always like, I really hate charity for the sake of press. I hate it. I, it's like disgusting. So everything I've ever done, I'm always just like, you'll never know I did it. This thing, this is not about charity. This is war, okay? This is a whole different thing. This is a whole different thing. I'm actually an investor in this company um, called The Jane Club, and I'm very excited because we have our launch tomorrow. And it's, it's a group of wo working women because any woman who works and who has children you know, the conversation is always like, can we have it all? Like, can a woman really, can you really be successful and creative and thrive and still be a that was, mother? That was a, a conversation I have with Cardi B. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. can it really be done? And it is hard as hell, but it certainly doesn't need to be made any harder by people who are not supporting it. What I love about the Jane Club is that it's a bunch of, like, incredible chicks who are from all different walks of life and different careers and different, like, I mean, just, but who are powerhouses, like, who are, doing the damn thing and like who are moms and we are doing everything um like i said i'm grateful that i can afford to fight i will continue to fight mm -hmm. um and i want to help i want to help this is not charity it's war um and you got to band together like really like i'm not even big for cliche like women like all that like i hate the like kumbaya moments but I love when women do come together and put all the things aside and really just like stand because sometimes you just need women to stand with you. Mm. I, I just sometimes you just want someone to like just can you just be there because I'm in it's mess like and so like I want to stand I want to raise a fund I want to help people in this situation fight because it's like the system is broken you know and it needs to be fixed and legislation needs to be fixed because right now it doesn't work and I get the idea behind it but we have to make it better we have to make it better you cannot walk into someone's life after years and freaking cause discord like it's not right you know what I mean like it's not right and if it's really about the child then you do what's best for the child and what's best for the child is that mother being sane and happy and support like support help please come help what mother doesn't want freaking a, a Saturday night? Like, mm -hmm. dear God, I, yes, please. But I want to know that he's safe and that he's good. You know what I'm saying? And that, like, it's not going to be thrown in my face later, that it's not going to be used against me or that you're not trying to, like, you know, manipulate him to think something. That, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, really help. Can you help? Mm -hmm. Can you just help? And if you can't, then go away. Mm -hmm.
Go well, away. Well, we'll continue <laughs> to do our part and follow it. And anything we can do to support you and get the message out, you know I got your back. Thank you for coming to my house. Of course. <laughs> it's cold as hell as it I is. I know, right? I was like, because it was Shit, nice. It what was city daytime. Are we in right now? This is crazy. <laughs> no, but thank you for um, thank you for being unedited. Yeah, first time. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, we out. <laughs>